Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On what? Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 1.35 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation. Say Wednesday. We'll go with the meat lovers. Edmonton Oil Kings tonight. Up two games, one over the Prince Albert Raiders. A 5-1 victory for Brad Lauer's squad last night. Trey Fix Molanski with three assists in that game. And um, Oil Kings are deep up front. By the way, the uh, PA Raiders have not dropped three straight games this season. They had an unbelievable... That was the worst loss they'd had all year last night, a 5-1 loss. They're a good team. It'll be a tough game tonight at Rogers Place. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Also last night, the Edmonton Oilers farm team Bakersfield Condors out shooting Colorado 17 to 1 in the first period on route to a 5-2 victory. Condors head coach head, uh, Jay Woodcroft joins us right now. Jay, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. You got to have your guys ready to go, Jay. Like come on. 17 to 1 shots on goal in the first period of that game like uh your guys obviously were jumping and getting ready to get after today. Eh? Yeah, uh, you know what I think um anytime you get to play a home playoff game and, and there hadn't been a home playoff uh, game in the American Hockey League here in Bakersfield um, since the inception of the franchise uh, you, you know in the American Hockey League here in, in Bakersfield they hadn't had playoff hockey going back to their East Coast League days uh, for a long time so the the uh, excitement in the community uh, about this team and what we have going on with the Condors is, is palpable. You can feel it. People are talking about it. Everyone was excited, and uh, our fellows uh, responded to the challenge of starting on time, and, and they came out and asserted asserted the game the game plan that we wanted uh, to play, and, and uh, it was a good good start, set the tone for the game. What I liked about it is uh, we didn't just rest on that first period. We came out and stacked another good period on top of that first and uh, found a way to build a a big lead. So 
Evan Bouchard, season comes to an end, disappointing fashion for him in the OHL, lining up 3-0. Guelph, who had a better team, I mean, they had 15 players, Jay, go to NHL camps in the fall. That's a lot in Major Junior Hockey, as you know. Uh, Evan ends up down there, and, uh, he, he, you know, he joined you guys, obviously, in Colorado, and you inserted him in the lineup last night, and he pulled off something that no Oilers player has ever done in team history, which is score a goal in the NHL, uh, in the AHL and in junior in the same season. How did he play overall? Because obviously a goal and two assists were impressive. How much did you deploy him? What did you think of his performance? Well, uh, I thought he came as advertised. And before we put him into last night's game, um, we we let him uh, get his feet wet around our group, which he, had, he hadn't been around our team. He'd been in Edmonton. He had played in the World Juniors. He played in London. But he hadn't been around the Condors, our personalities, um, you know, what makes our group in the American League uh, tick uh, this season. He hasn't been around us. Uh, he's been exposed to a few of us. And when I say us, I mean players and coaches. Uh, at rookie camps and whatnot, but the, the team we have here, uh, he hadn't been exposed to us. So we allowed him to get his feet wet kind of got airmailed uh, right into Colorado, so he wasn't part of our preparations for the series or whatnot. Um, he had a couple of practices uh, in Colorado, uh, but they're more pregame skates. He came on Monday and got a really good team practice in, and um, I thought he played well. Like I said, he came as advertised. He was um, efficient uh, in his own end. He moved pucks into our forwards' hands quickly. I like the fact that he can make a play with the puck. Uh, and then obviously I think his real gift is, is when the puck gets in the offensive zone. He has a knack uh, or a way of getting his shot through from the point. And it's hard, it's heavy, it's accurate. Uh, he shoots to create not just goals for himself, but he shoots to create opportunities for other people. I thought it was a huge factor uh, in our in our team's win last night, um, and you know what, uh, we tried to deploy him and get his feet wet in the series by um, just letting him do his thing. You, you know, he was over the ten minute mark, and um, he's going to get continue to get more and more ice time, and he'll continue to get better and better. And we're going to need him to because we know the hardest uh, thing. Uh, for a, a team in the playoffs to do is, is to win a closeout game, and, and we're going to need our best, and we're going to need him to be a big part of that. Interesting schedule for you guys, by the way, Jay. Uh, you know, um, you win game three last night, a Tuesday night. You don't play again until Saturday. That's was, right. Was That's it, right. Welcome to the American Hockey League. Bob. Was, it's, uh, uh, there's a couple schedule oddities. Okay. Uh, including starting on on the road when you're the yeah. higher seed. Like, that, that's new to me. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to this time of year, sometimes there's uh, building availability sure. issues. Um, and so there's something in our building here over the next couple of days. What it allows us to do, it allows us to uh, heal some of our bumps and bruises. It allows us to um, continue to work on small parts of our game in practice and grow our game on a daily basis. And I think especially for, for uh, Boosh and some of the younger players that are learning what it's like in playoff hockey, uh, it allows us to get some good practice time in to prepare them 
uh, and to set them up for success come Saturday night. All right, I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball at you here. We talked so much about sort of guys viewed as Oilers higher-end prospects, Oilers drafted and developed players. You have a guy who scored two goals last night. I saw him playing juniors. He scored 30 his last year down in Red Deer in Evan Poli. And I had people tell me at the rookie tournament in Penticton two years ago, this guy was going to find a way. Now, he is on an AHL deal currently. If you look at Evan Poli's numbers and his size and his frame and his willingness to do some of the, what Pat Quinn once referred to, God rest his soul, as the dirt in the game, to, to be and provide that punch. There is a player somewhat comparable to him that came through about 10 years ago that's still a very effective player in the NHL. That player played basically four full seasons in the minors. Started in the ECHL, split ECHL, AHL's first year, AHL's second year, two more years in the AHL, and towards the fourth year in the minors got a look in the NHL. That player is about six foot one, 228 pounds, the same size as Poli. That player is Ryan Reeves. Now, I don't know how well Evan skates, but Evan Poli has actually got better numbers statistically, uh, offensively, than Ryan Reeves. Is this a guy that has to merit consideration for an NHL contract moving forward based upon what he's accomplished with you this year? Well, um, those questions are better asked to managers that are in charge of those types of situations. What I would tell you about Evan as a, as a player uh, is that he is a special ingredient on our team um, down here in Bakersfield. I think uh, he is uh, the new type of power forward that has to be able to skate, has to be able to play um, minutes. He, it's not a four or five. He's not a four or five minute player. He is someone that has to get into the rhythm of the game. He skates well. He has good hand and puck skills. He, um, I trust, I trust him when he's on the ice. He's put on the ice, and uh, his, and it's not just him. It's his line with with Gus and Vessel as well. They're a trusted line. They play against other teams. Um, good players. What I like about uh, Evan as a, as a player and a, a player with some potential here is that. What he can do at the size he can do it, he's very tough to contain uh, down low when he's in the offensive zone. And when he pulls his way to the blue paint and commands and fights for his share of the ice, not only is he tough to contain for himself, but he opens up time and space for his linemates. And I think um, his linemates are good compliments for him. He is somebody who has uh, progressed from where he was last year to where he was at the start of the season this year, to becoming a very good American Hockey League player, someone with that has potential. Um, and you and I have talked about this before, Bob. I think he's he's an ingredient. Um, he keeps other teams honest, and uh, he's a big part of what we got going on here. And we're looking forward to con- continuing to grow his game and help him develop the type of consistency needed to one day earn one of those NHL contracts. But you like his skating, because that's the number one question I, I'm getting from people texting. I'm very show. comfortable with his skating. I'm very comfortable okay. with his skating. His line plays with pace. Um, 
see the like I said when they they get in on the forecheck and they hunt hunt defensemen down uh, and then recover pucks. They're they're a tough line to handle down low. I thought they were one of our best lines last night. He played a man's game against a hard and heavy Colorado team. Uh, big big reason why we won the game. Who's he playing with right now? Who do you got him on the line with? He's playing with uh, Tyler Vessel and David Gus. Um, Vessel is is the defensive defensive conscience of the line. Takes care of those other two. Uh, works above his man and works above the puck. Uh, and he has is a real intelligent guy. Uh, David Gus is a small and speedy winger. Scored 18 goals for us in the regular season. Um, they complement each other. They uh, have been aligned for most of the season. And when we were short forwards and thin up front down the stretch, those guys played heavy minutes, heavy, heavy minutes against good players. And what that does, it, it allows them to gain confidence being in those types of situations. And it, it generates confidence for the coaching staff to be able to put them on the ice against anybody. And uh, they've done a really good job. They've grown before our eyes. And for us to play as deep as we want to play, uh, we're going to need that type of performance, not on a one-time basis, but on an every-time basis. We're joined by Jay Woodcroft, head coach of Bakersfield Condors, up two games to one over Colorado, best of five opening round series, game four, Saturday night in Bakersfield. Tyler Benson and Cooper Marodi finished second and third in AHL rookie scoring, 66 and 64 points respectively. Any concern that they're not on the score sheet yet through the first three games? No concern. I'd be, I'd be concerned if they weren't getting chances. They're getting their chances. Um, you know, that's kind of been a storyline down here uh, with the local media and stuff. And I uh, got asked that question, and I said, hey, they're learning about playoff-type intensity, playoff-type checking, uh, where in the regular season their line might get 12 or 13 chances, four in a game. In the playoffs, they're getting six or seven. Uh, but they're getting those six or seven. What I like is uh, the defensive um, mindset to them in that they're willing to play the entire 200 feet of the rink. They're willing to do it right. They're not cheating for offense. They're checking for chances. And, um, you know, it hasn't gone in for them. But I, when I review the game, I keep seeing them in really good clips and in good situations. They're learning, as a lot of young players at this level do in their first playoff experience, and also at the NHL level and in, in playoff experiences for young players, that there's no time and there's no space out there you have to find new ways uh, to create, and uh, what a what a development experience it is for these players to learn how to do that at this level at this time of year. I think it's going to serve them well here over the next um, weeks of our playoff run. But most importantly, for their personal development, it will set themselves up for success when they eventually play NHL playoff games. Final, final question for you, Jay. Uh, when the Texas Stars won the 13-14 Calder Cup, I remember during the course last season, Doug Overton, who at that time was a pro scout for Dallas, I believe he's now retired, he told me, he said, Bob, one of the things that we, we had to have happen with our firm team is we had to have, um, you know, we wanted either two or three veteran, so 360-plus games or whatever, uh, AHL defenseman on our team. 
and they have been the core of their team, and sure enough, they ended up winning the Willie Desjardins and coached them to the Calder Cup that year. You got two guys in the backhand. Keegan Lowe's your captain. Ryan Stanton scored last night. How important have those guys been as a stabilizing force for your group with all those young demons down there? Absolute warriors. Um, do a lot of uh, subtle things that um, might go unnoticed by the public or by the media, but not unappreciated by their teammates or the coaching staff. He's, uh, their leadership comes from doing it right on a daily basis. They're not guys who leap with their throat. They leap through their actions. And uh, we talked about um, trying to cultivate assets and a culture down here. Our standard bearers are those two guys on the back end and the three veterans or three or four veteran guys we have up front with Malone, Curry, Russell, Gambardella. Those are our do-it-right guys. And when the leadership group is doing it right, the younger players learn what it takes. They learn what it takes to be a professional on a daily basis. They learn what it takes to prepare their bodies off the ice. They learn what it takes and how to behave as a professional hockey player. When you have the type of strong leadership that we do, uh, I think it's great for culture. And they're a huge part of what we got going on and why we're at where we're at. Jay, good luck on Saturday. We'll hook up next week, okay? Thanks, Bob. You bet. That's Jay Woodcroft. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It's 151 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout, come back with this day in Oilers history when we return on Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks a lot, Connor. It's 153 in Edmonton, and we're going to go to this day in Oilers history. Brendan Escott, the young gun himself, what do you got for us? Well, Bob, on this day back in 1983, the Oilers open up the conference finals with an 8-4 win over Chicago. Yari Curry picking up two shorthanded goals in the game, and the great one tied an NHL record with three assists in one period and scored the game-winning goal. The Oilers go on to sweep the series, advance to their first Stanley Cup final. They beat them 8-4 and if I recall correctly, 8-2 in the first two games in Edmonton. Like they flat out boot stomped them. It was ugly in a major way. Of course, the New York Islanders would sweep Edmonton in four straight games. The guy that's had the best line about that ever was uh, Brian Sutter who uh, last year at the 84-85 reunion at Rogers Place, uh, Dwayne Sutter and a couple of the other Islander players that he knew had called him on the phone as they were celebrating the Stanley Cup championship. And Brian Sutter said, well, you better enjoy it this year because you're never blank and beating them again. And uh, for people that were at the event, just I've ever been in the belt. Like, wow, he just dropped. Uh, he, yeah, we used one of those seven words George Carlin used to say. He couldn't say on TV. That was Brian Sutter. And he'd back it up. Of all the Sutters, Brian was the toughest. And he's not the biggest. But he was the toughest, in my opinion. He was a heck of a player. All right. Tomorrow, uh, Brendan Escott will be your host. Uh, Louis DeBrusque and Brian Burke. Brian Burke for our friends at the Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. We'll also have a quick riff with Jack and Reed and uh, Brendan and myself on our playoff predictions. We're all done. We're all sunk. I think Jack's got the best record so far. Uh, up next, uh, news, weather, traffic update with Cassandra Jodoin, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with uh, Jalen Nye. You know what? We live in a big country. We live in a great country. So long, everybody.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.